everybody what's going on welcome to the muzzles off podcast where i am your host all right i just had to i'm over here testing things i'm making sure y'all can hear me because clearly i am not home right so i am out and about and i said what i wasn't going to do was i wasn't going to cancel the show because i'm not home so i said i'll just bring the muscles of podcast to wherever i'm at so hey y'all how y'all feeling hope y'all feeling all right um i probably won't be on here long it really is going to depend but i needed to come on here because i just said this is either going to be more or less like a get it off your chest wednesday because i really do have a question that i really and truly want to pose um to people and part of what I am truly asking today is oftentimes what happens, um, especially when relationships go sour and we are no longer with a person, right? We begin to tell our version of a story with regards to what happened in that relationship, right? So, and then a lot of times what happens is, and especially as women, um, when we begin to do that and we begin to tell our version, nine times out of 10, it typically paints the male as the aggressor, as the wrong party, as the one that did us dirty, as the one that did X, Y, and Z without us even remotely taking into accountability some of the things that we potentially could have done that really would have caused all of that, right? So I said to myself today, Um, let's just talk about what happens when we become bitter and based on that bitterness, we then lie about a situation as opposed to really and truly telling the truth about a situation. Right. And I wanted to hit that in the aspect of relationship, because it's not just personal relationship, like as far as it's not just romantic relationships, but this also happens even in personal relationships as well, where we literally can twist the narrative based on the lens in which we are seeing things through because what we thought isn't what actually was, right? And I want to ask, if you want, put it in the comments or whatever, have you ever had a narrative flipped about yourself? I know I have. I've, I I definitely had a whole entire narrative flipped about me, um, a whole entire lie flipped about me. Um, the dude said I was just some crazy, deranged stalker um, of a person that, you know, um, was stalking him, although we was married. I didn't I, I couldn't even understand how that type of a narrative could be even made. Um, but it was made. And 
there were a lot of people that actually bought into that story of me being crazy, of me being deranged. People that even knew me bought into that story. And I'm like, how the hell y'all buying into a story y'all know me? So how could you buy into a story that you you know is a lie? You know it's not true, but you bought into this story. Then I also had people who was hearing the story and knew me, some of y'all was family, and didn't even think to even once defend the fact that y'all know that that's a bold-faced lie. You know what I'm saying? So I know my perspective on it because I have a very strong opinion about it um, because it has happened to me. I have had narratives flipped about me. I mean, I was dating this one guy who basically told me, did I ever tell you he was dating? And I was like, wait, what? What? in the world how does this narrative get flipped like this you know what i'm saying and i think that sometimes what happens is is that we have an issue being honest we have an issue being open we have an issue with actual transparency telling a person what what it is hey what's up avery how you doing so this is really open forum if anybody if you want um if you want the link let me know because you can come up with you can come up you know on a platform or whatever you do not have to be video you can just do audio i choose to have video on because it's my damn podcast why wouldn't i have video on for for me right but um and i really want to say this as far as uh as far as it's concerned i have a very i have a personal disdain for people that like to flip narratives about people it's a personal disdain that I have. I have absolutely no tolerance for it because I honestly think that it's a bit disgusting. There's nothing wrong with the truth. And I think that a lot of times we just have problems with truth and it's not your truth. It's not their truth. It's just the truth as a whole. Truth only goes one way when you're actually speaking the truth. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I wrote a whole book telling the damn truth. It wasn't my version of a story. It wasn't my spin on a story, contrary to what uh, some people have tried to say. It literally was, this is the, this, here are the events that took place. Here is what I missed. Here is what I didn't listen to. Here is this, that, and the third. So you can build your own opinion. You can build your own um, narrative or whatever about what I said, but I said everything. Some some, some people you call me dumb. Some people called me a whole bunch of other different names, but I had to take that because I put it in a book, right? I put it in a book. I put it out there. So it was, it was, uh, it, it was as if I opened up my life to the world's opinion of those who actually read it of what I did and what I didn't do. You understand what I'm saying? But what I have a problem with is, is that because even the situation happened when I wrote my book, there were people that were very close to me in that situation that knew the truth and refused to speak up about what they knew. Um, because of, you know, the, 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 the stigmatism of, I don't want to be associated with X, Y, and Z. I personally didn't give a damn what anybody was associated with, because at the end of the day, if you're an associate of mine and you witness some shit, you shouldn't be scared to tell it. But what I see is that what happens is even people, people that know you the most and they know your character the most will sit there and act like they don't know you when something is being said about you that completely goes against your nature, okay? Like who I am at the core of me, you should know that. So if you, if someone's telling you something about me that completely goes against my nature, how the hell are you listening to them? Hey, Don, you understand what I'm saying? How are you listening to them about something that goes completely against my nature? I have not shown that to you. I have not displayed that to you. I have not... I have not ever once have you ever felt that way while you was in my presence. So why in the world would you sit there and go along with the story without either A, bringing it back to me and saying, hey, listen, such and such said X, Y, and Z about you. Um, I need to know, is this what it really was? Because this is, this is, this is, this isn't who you are to me. This isn't what you, this isn't what you represent. So I need to understand it. What, what's up? You know, and I think that a lot of times we have an issue with communication. We don't know how to communicate effectively. We don't know how to get our point across effectively. A lot of times we don't even know how to speak without becoming offensive. We don't know how to speak in which we could um, engage a person into a conversation so that a person doesn't feel attacked. 
a lot of times what we like to do is that no because you and you and when we start doing all them yous and we start pointing and doing all of that and all of that a person feels attacked and it makes them shut down they don't want to talk anymore but when you engage a person into an entire conversation and say hey you know what i heard blah 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 blah, blah and i wanted to understand your point i wanted to understand how to how did that how does this make you feel that this is what's being said because blah blah you know whatever the case may be we should be able to do that Dom, I agree with you. There definitely is a problem with people taking accountability because this is this is what I will say as well, right? Anytime there's a narrative that is spent, right? One of the first things that I do is I look within my own self and say, okay, am I missing something here? Did I do something? Wait, Paul, let me run this back. Did I miss something? Did I miss a sign? Did I miss a clue? Did I miss anything here that would have caused this level of an offense of another person, right? Because a lot of times when people start saying some negative stuff, they just offended as hell. Now, my situation with Fatty, he wasn't offended. He was just trying to cover up a whole bunch of lies. That's a different story for a different day, okay? So he had to lie and say I was the witch, the wicked witch from the West or East, whichever one was wicked in, um, in the story. So he had to lie and say all of that stuff because he had to cover his tracks for the things in which he was doing. But there are other instances where people don't really want to be forthcoming <laughs> people really don't want to be forthcoming with truth right and it really and truly could be no me and this person yes what did we have like a thing going yeah would i consider this person to be like was i dating them no were they my girlfriend no were they was that was that my man no absolutely not however we had a thing going and it all went left Somehow, somewhere it went left. And once it went left, it was a wrap. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't see eye to eye. We couldn't agree. We couldn't do X, Y, and Z. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with telling that side of the truth. You don't have to let everybody into every aspect of what happened, but you should at least not attempt to assassinate a person's character by telling blatant lies about what really transpired between you and that person. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, this is and this is men and women alike, it begins to make you look bitter. You know what I'm saying? Like you just look like a bitter, broken person telling a lie because something happened within the confines of a relationship that just broke down. You know what I'm saying? And everything is not meant to last. But what I will say is, is that some of us have a very big issue with transparency because I don't know how transparency does not follow the same definition for everybody, but it just really does not. Um, and the last time I checked, I mean, this ain't, look, see my... And don't worry about what's in my cup either. I'm telling you right now. See this glass, right? With with the drink that's in this glass, it is no longer transparent. You you can't see through. You can't even see my neck through this, right? So that means it's not transparent anymore. There's something inside of the glass that is blocking its transparency, right? So when something is transparent, it's just see straight through. Nothing is blocking its transparency. Okay, nothing is coming in the way of it being transparent, meaning what I can, we all have the same understanding. We all can see exactly what it is. I see you, you see me. The transparency goes beyond truth. Transparency says, I'm going to tell you up front before you ask. Transparency says, you don't even have to ask me a question because I'm going to let you know what it is. That's transparency. OK, and that's the part that we we fail to understand transparency. We think that transparency is, well, if you ask me something, I'll tell it. But if you ain't asking, I ain't telling. No, you're secretive. Period. You're just secretive. OK, you're not transparent because transparency says when I engage you, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is that I'm looking for when I engage you. Okay. Listen, I don't want a relationship. We are both single. We both are free to mingle. We both can do whatever it is that we want to do. And that's how we're going to move. If I help you, I help you. If you help me, you help me, but there's no strings attached with this help. So none of us should be in any type of mind frame to think that we are anything but what it is. We both just two free ass individuals enjoying the freedom of each other and then enjoying the connectivity of each other whenever we connect. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody should be okay with that. 
Why? Because the person was upfront with you from the beginning, man or woman. And a lot of times we don't know how to be that transparent. I only have one relationship with that level of transparency. And the only issue I ever had with that relationship was as transparent as it was, there were some things that were still kept a secret that I couldn't quite get with. You understand what I'm saying? So trans, there is no, we go, I'm going to be transparent in this way, but not transparent in that way. All of that leads to a bunch of drama that, and stuff that don't nobody really and truly want to deal with. And let me say this, and I'm going to say this very uh, loudly. It is 2022. Y'all shouldn't have a problem being transparent in 2022. We have made it through a pandemic. We about to make it through monkeypox. I don't care what nobody say. We're going to make it through monkeypox and all this other extra stuff that's about to come because I swear there's probably something else that's coming. Uh, but we make it through all these things. We make it through all these um, transitions and changes and stuff, things going on in the world, people just being murdered left and right. You got freak accidents happening, this and the third. And you mean to tell me the one thing that you struggle with in life is how to be transparent? How the hell is this even a thing in 2022? And then for all you MFers that like to run around here carrying bones, because there's a lot of y'all, what y'all do is y'all carry the bone of what someone else has told you. Stop that crap too. In 2022, you should be old enough and grown enough and mature enough to go to a person and say, yo, I heard X, Y, Z. Is this what it is? Like, at what point will we really and truly just stop and realize and say, I got to get and become an adult about my ish and just get all this stuff out in the open. Let me come to you, woman to woman, man to man, you know, man to woman, woman to man, whatever the case may be, whatever, however way we're going to get this popping. Let me come talk to you face to face. Because right now, that's where I'm at with everything. I don't have time to sit up here. I'm not I'm not posting subliminally about nobody. I'm not commenting subliminally about nobody. I'm not doing none of that, okay? It is time out for all of that. At the end of the day, we are all adults, some, some of us. Because some of y'all that might listen, y'all might not be adults, and that's okay too. But you need to mature into a mature adult and become a mature adult and understand that Sometimes the way in which we handle things is just wrong. A lot of us lie first, tell the truth later. Why? At that point, to me, I, I feel that that means that, you know, sometimes you hear, you hear people say the stupidity of, you know, I lied to you to keep from hurting your feelings. You can't not. But when I find out the truth, my feelings is hurt. So how are you lying to me to protect my feelings? But when I find out the truth, my feelings are hurt. So how does this really work? You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, you know, like I, I, I had a conversation with, with a friend earlier today and I was like, you know, at the end of the day, the way in which the way in which you do things, whereas you don't want to hurt a person's feelings. So you don't want to tell them that you're not interested in them. Right. But the way you move. And what you're doing, if they found out what you were doing, that would still hurt their feelings. Right. So what are you really saving here? What feeling are you saving outside of you're saving yourself from being upfront because you think if you speak those words, I'm just not that into you, that it's just going to call, oh my God, this, and it might, but we have to be mature enough to handle what comes with telling a person I ain't into you and it's okay. I think that we all have to be mature enough just because a person is, um, you know what I'm saying, sexing you down, it does not mean that they're into you. It really doesn't. A person could give you all the great sex in the world, mind blowing sex. Y'all can have great chemistry during sex and they will still leave you because it's not what they want. It worked for while it was working. And then when it's not working anymore, they're going to move on to the next person that they're going to have the same type of mind-blowing sexual connection with. It just is what it is. That, And we have to learn how not to be offended by that. We have to learn how not to take that on as a personal charge of something being against us. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It just is not. It's just honestly, it's just the, the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Some people, they will connect to you and they will connect to you for a lifetime. But there are other people that they will connect to you and it's for that moment in time. And we need to be able to accept the moments in time in which we have connection with people. And understand when that connection is just, it's, 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 it's a wrap for it. And it's okay. Hmm. 
And Dom, Dom, I definitely agree with you. Whether you like the delivery or not, you're going to get the real. And I think that's another issue. A lot of the times we don't like to accept what a person is saying because we don't like how they deliver the message. At the end of the day, the message is the message. I literally just had to block somebody out of my Capricorn group because she didn't like the fact that she put up a, a comment to a post, right? And she didn't like that someone commented under her responding to what she said. Her whole thing was, I didn't ask for her advice, so she shouldn't have gave it to me. My whole thing was, it's a public platform and it's a public group. They are allowed to talk. Hence why I created the group. Capricorn, the most misunderstood sign. Therefore, truth be told, Capricorns are even misunderstood amongst each other. I ended up actually just having to block the girl out of the group for the simple fact that her energy was just off. Like, how are you upset because someone responded to your comment? I didn't ask it to her and I told her to stop talking to me. What is social media? And then you tried to flag her comment as being bullying or hate speech. If you want to work my whole nerve, flag somebody as being a bully or hate speech when they're just telling you their opinion about a situation. That will work my whole good nerve. All because she didn't like the, the woman's delivery of the message. Then she then decided to take offense to the entire message and told the woman, I'm reporting your comments and sucks for you if you get blocked. No, ma'am, because it's sucking for you for reporting that comment the way you did. What I don't do is that. Okay. So at the end of the day, just because you don't like someone's delivery, just because you don't like how they said it, the way they said it, and I'm not saying that you just have to accept everyone's poor ass choice of words. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is just because you don't like the delivery doesn't mean that you get to then spin the narrative on the person because you don't like the delivery. That old lady literally tried to, tried to accuse that woman of bullying her. She didn't bully you. She said you and your stupidity could go elsewhere. I wasn't mad at her for saying it. She told the truth because it was stupid. And that's the problem. We don't like being told when something is stupid. I remember I used to have that issue before on these good social media streets before everybody got real sensitive and Facebook got real sensitive and started like blocking people for saying certain things. I used to be like, well, that was dumb. You can't say something is dumb. I can because it was dumb. It's dumb and it's stupid. And I'm going to say that. And because you don't like a person being upfront, you don't like a person being direct and you don't like a person just telling you their honest truth of what they just read. So now you want to take offense to it. No. And that's what's happening with us when we begin to get in. And this is relationships as a whole. This is personal. This is friendships. This is work wise relationships, all this stuff. You know, I. <laughs> I have never ran into a bunch of more sensitive people than I have seen probably in the past like four or five months. Truth be told, I, I, I you would as much as I have um, had to deal with a lot of different things like coming up in the corporate structure. You just I just never could have imagined um, the level of sensitivity that some people really and truly do have. And I'm like. How in the world do you make it in life being this sensitive? It just, it, it's its really mind blowing to me because everything we're sensitive to it. We are sensitive to everything. We have a problem with everything. We have, we have, we, we, we have become so sensitive to the world. Everything in life is a trigger. Everything is a trigger. Everything is a trigger. Like we have, we, we have, we are now in the age of, how do I say this without offending a whole lot of people? Let me think about this. Hold up. I got to think about it. We are now in the age of everybody being so mm, emotionally triggered, right? We're in an age now of everyone being so emotionally triggered that they're not dealing with the emotions behind what's causing the actual trigger. It's just, this is triggering me. Okay, it's triggering, but why? What is it that it is triggering on the inside of you that you have not dealt with yet so that you need to deal with that so that every time that comes up, you're not triggered? That that was one of the things I had to deal with, you know, during the whole pandemic. Therefore, after for two years, I had to deal with what are my emotional triggers and let me recognize them so that I'm not running around here just emotionally triggered by every freaking thing that happens in life. It's like certain things. People are going to break up. Death is going to happen. Separations are going to happen. There are so many things that are just going to happen. But now every everything is a freaking trigger and you just can't deal with life at this point. No, that's not how this works. 
That's not, because at the end of the day, you're going to constantly stay in that emotional state of being triggered. How does this, how, how are you going to move beyond it? And a lot of times the narratives that we hear about people is because they emotionally triggered. That's the truth of the matter. A lot of the times the narratives that we hear is because someone has been emotionally triggered, emotionally hurt, emotionally bruised, or whatever the case may be. So because they that's how they feel in their emotions and in their feelings. So now every time you bring you mention that person's name or you bring that person up, it's like another trigger. So now you want to tell me something spiteful, hateful, and bitter about the person because that's how you're feeling. But in all actuality and in all the essence of it, what really happened was just the fact that we ain't agree. We didn't get it all. And we, and we should be able to say that. I should be able to say without adding in all those other extra words and all those other extra, oh, he's a this or she's a that. He's controlling. She's manipulative. She's this. We ain't agree. Most relationships break down because someone doesn't agree. That's it. We didn't agree. She ain't take my advice. I ain't want to take his advice. And because I ain't want to take his advice, he said, screw me. And I said, screw him. Okay. That be it right there. Most relationships head south due to disagreeing. We can't agree on the simplest of things. Therefore, we're not going to be able to agree on the magnitude of things. Okay. Agreement. Half the time, that's what it is. It's either agreement or it's financial. And all of that is a signal of some form of a lack of communication and transparency because someone ain't telling the damn truth. Someone ain't being open and honest from the beginning. Someone isn't fully communicating everything that they need to say. Y'all better start. You know what? I feel like we need transparency you or something like that because the people have no idea how to be transparent nowadays. And that's what's causing the majority of the issues that we have today is a lack of transparency. And when we have a lack of transparency, what happens is you have a whole bunch of non-transparent people trying to date and relate and stuff and you can't get it. You can't get it right because you're failing in, uh, in the ability to be transparent. Man, listen, I tell people all the time, people ask me, why are you single? This is why. One thing I know, I know I'm picky. I know I can be extremely difficult. And I know that my mouth, I have a very strong opinion. So to deal with me, a person needs to have a very strong presence and not, you know, become intimidated because of what I'm saying, right? Or because of what I'm feeling, right? And then we have to have, we have to be able to come to a level of understanding thereafter, okay? If if we can't disagree just because we just disagree like, and, and, that, and that be okay, I'm not dealing with you because I don't always have to listen to you. At the end of, and I think that's another problem. Sometimes men and women are like, we think that we are the, the, the wisest and the smartest in the group Right. So everybody needs to take our advice. Everybody needs to listen to what I'm telling you, because if you don't listen to what I'm telling you, then um, I don't want nothing to do with you. I'm not that type of friend. I could care less. Contrary to what someone said on these Facebook streets one time when he said you don't like other perspective. I was like, it's not that I don't like other perspectives. I like the perspective of the subject matter. If I'm talking about one subject, don't try and flip my subject because you want to talk about apples. And I'm over here talking about pears, two different, two, two different fruit. Yeah, they're in the same category, but it's two different fruit. I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about this pear over here. You know what I'm saying? That will piss me off wholeheartedly because that ain't what I'm talking about. You know, like I told someone yesterday, they asked me a question and I shot back with what I said and they didn't understand what I was talking about. And they thought I didn't understand what they was talking about. And I was like, point missed. That wasn't my point. My point was this. You know what I'm saying? But was I upset? Was I like, you know, like destroyed about it? No, I was not destroyed about it. I don't be caring if people miss points that I'm trying to make. Hell, I miss points people trying to make. I don't care about none of that. But it's to say that a lot of the times when we're when we're when we're when we are communicating with people, we don't communicate to hear what they're actually saying. We just communicate to respond, and that's annoying. Because at the end of the day, how the hell are you understanding me if you're just responding? You're not even understanding what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I get annoyed. 
And at that point, I shut down all types of communication because I'm not talking to you. If you can't understand me, I'm not talking to you at all, point blank, period, the end. I will not engage. And I think a lot of a lot of us have to get to that point. But what I will say, we have to get to that point where we just won't engage. But when we choose to not engage, that does not mean that we then go on a smear campaign against the person. Okay. Contrary to popular freaking belief, because some of y'all are dumb and really think that my book was a smear campaign. Unless you actually read it, you would see that it wasn't. It was something that is just um, cathartic and it had to be it had to be therapeutic to get out the experience of a thing. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's another thing that we don't fully um, understand. There is a difference between getting out and telling an experience, a total experience, as opposed to getting out and just attempting to smear someone. Because when you smear them, you're not actually telling the truth. Um, I was telling the truth. That's all I'm going to say to that. I was telling the truth. So I do not believe in smear campaigns. I do not believe in bitter messages from bitter people uh, causing other people to have the wrong opinion or impression or thought process about a person. I don't agree with that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because that ain't what I'm here for. You know, and that ain't what none of us are here for. We're not here to change people's minds or opinions about other people. What we are here to do is inform. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that that's part of what we miss. Like at the end of the day, if if I'm if I if I got a friend, right, and me and my friend we fall out, my job isn't to get other people to fall out with that friend with me. Who does that, right? I think that's a very um, immature thing to do. But what happens is is that. A lot of times, because we don't know how to process the emotion of falling out with the person, therefore, we want to make this whole campaign against the person and make everybody become an enemy of that person. I will never forget when that happened to me one time at a church. I had fallen out with some people and the campaign went around so that nobody would talk to me or anything like that. Right. And I was just like, how is this possible that this is done? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would this be done? Why Why do you feel the need to get a crew to join you in your dislike of me? If you don't like me, that's personal between you. But why do you need a crew? And what happens is some of us, we do that like unbeknownst to us and we call it loyalty. But loyalty would mean, this is, this is my definition of loyalty, right? Loyalty is not necessarily me falling in line with every single thing that you do. So your enemy then becomes my enemy. But loyalty to me says that in the face of your enemy, I will never back down from being who I am to you. Right. So even if I have a viewpoint on enemies, because I believe that a lot of us say that someone is our enemy and they really not. It's just someone we don't like, which does not make them our enemy. It just means that we just don't like the person. But for, for the lack of saying all of that, I'm going to use the terminology of in, in, um, enemy. If you claim someone as your enemy, but you introduce that person to me, they are no longer, they're not my enemy. They're yours, right? My loyalty says that even in their face, they will never be able to say anything about you to me that would make me question you and who you are, Period. Because what I'm going to do is what I'm going to tell the person is, but when you was in their face, they wasn't all of that, right? But now that things went south, this is what they are. Because guess what? That's not who they are to me. That person, I don't, whoever you're describing, I don't know that person. That's me. That's what I do. And I've done it and I will continue to do it. Because what I don't do is I don't tolerate bitterness because you're upset with a person. Now you want me to believe that they are who they are to you, to me. No, they are not. And I'm not going to believe that about a person that hasn't shown me that. Nor did they really and truly show you that. You're just angry in the moment because whatever happened went sour. So I'm not going to roll with a bitter story about a person. No, you're not, you're not going to get me on that bandwagon. Plus, I've never been a bandwagon person anyway. Um, ever. I've always gone against the grain and I will continue to do that because I stand on my own, 10 toes down. I have a mind on my own and my mind does not jump on that whole, you know, 
you either with us or you against us. You either for us or you not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not none of that. I'm I'm for Nakia and I'm for who's for me and I'm I'm not with who's not with me. But at the same time, when someone's not with you, that does not necessarily mean that I got to jump on your hate ship. With no, I'm not doing that. Mm 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 mm. I'm not doing that. And y'all see a lot of messages rolling around these streets. If 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 they my enemy, they need to be an enemy of everybody that's friends with me. They don't need to be my enemy. Now, if I choose not to mess with them, depending upon uh, the level of disrespect that they did, that's a totally different story. But the difference between me and some of y'all is I'm going to go to the person and tell them, I'm not messing with you because boom, boom, boom. And nine times out of 10, if I choose not to mess with somebody, it's because there's something within their character that's just completely flawed, that completely goes against anything or anybody that I would ever want to really want to be associated with. Other than that, I'm not doing all, I'm not doing all that. I'd rather stand there and defend you and your character to their face than sit up there and join in with you. Because see, what happens is we get mad at the other person for doing that, but then we want everybody else to do that for us. No, we can't have that. We can't have that both ways. You know what I'm saying? We need to be able to stand on the ground of we loyal to each other. So whether your enemy standing me in my face and I'm staring your enemy in their face, I'm never going to back down from my loyalty to, to who is my true friend. That's that. So if they say something flip, I'm right back with you. And I have done that. And I have no problem doing it. And I will continue to do it because I don't care. I personally don't care. You know what I'm saying? But that's just that's just me. That's how I get down. You know, you know what I'm saying? With with, with, with pretty much everybody, you know, it's like there, there comes a point in time where you, you got to stand. You got to stand for something. You know what I'm saying? And I do stand. One thing I do is I, I do stand for my friends, contrary to what some have even thought. Like, I'm, I'm going to defend you and you're not even you're not even there. You're not even you will never even know that I did it. Unless for some odd reason it comes out. But other than that, you will you won't even know that I did it. Why? Because I don't have to voice what I'm doing. It just it it, it all comes naturally. So, but yeah. Hey Dania, thank you. Dania said your growth is beautiful. Thank you, Dania. You know, we all gotta grow in these day and ages, you know what I'm saying? Um, and we have to become mature and we just we can't keep running with narratives about people whom we know. If I know you, you will never, ever, you will never, ever taint an image of a person that I know. I would never forget, like I had, I had joined, you know, I had joined in under a ministry and a, a person had made a comment. It was under one of my Facebook posts. The person made a comment. I will never get with them because he did this, that, and the third. And, you know, the, the, the message that she's sending out to women is that it's okay for men to do this. I said, I don't know where you got that from because that ain't the message, right? They never knew that I said that. They never even knew that that was the person's comment. I never went back to them and told them that. But at the end of the day, if that's not who you show me you are, I'm going to defend that till kingdom come. You will never get me to jump on a bandwagon with somebody uh, <laughs> to go against someone's character and their nature than what they show me. You're crazy. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. And some of y'all need to stop doing that. Just jumping on bandwagons and spreading, spreading a whole bunch of stuff about a person whom you claim to love, whom you claim to know, whom you claim to rock out for, and you allowing a whole narrative to be spoken that goes against that character. Nah, I don't do that. Mm-mm. That I don't do. I am definitely a defender of good character. Now, I'm not a defender of bad. Let me say this. I'm not a defender of bad actions. I do believe good people can do some real effed up. Right? I do believe that. So I'm not a defender of bad actions. Because some of us, we have to be, all of us have to be accountable to the things in which we do, right? However, 
when it comes down to your character and who you are, you will never be able to tell me that a person whom I know something that goes against their character. You ain't doing that. Mm -mm. Now, I might believe they did some effed up ish. I believe that. I believe like, no, 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 no. I know they did that effed up ish. That I know. And I will never defend effed up ish. But I will defend a character. And why? Because, like I said, there are some instances where good people who have really good, they have a very good heart. They have a very big heart. You know what I'm saying? They will give you the shirt off their back. They will go to the ends of the earth for you. But sometimes they might just do some effed up ish that really might hurt your feelings. And they might not know that the things in which they are doing is so effed up that it's hurting your feelings. And some of us have to be um, a lot more comfortable with telling a person, yo, that really just... So you're just going to say that like that and hurt my feelings? You know that hurt my feelings. Like, you know that. You know, if you know how I am, you know that's going to hurt my feelings. So why would you even utter those words? Why would you even do that action? Why would you even do X, Y, Z, right? Like, we have to be one with ourselves and be sure within ourselves to tell a person, nah, that just really hurt my feelings. I don't care how, you know, that. and then nine times out of ten, a person, if a person with a good heart is going to tell you that was not my intent. I was just trying to do X, Y, and Z. Perfectly fine. I could take all that you were trying to do, but that hurt my feelings. And I'm going to tell you that that hurt my feelings. And we should be able to have open and honest conversation as adults about our feelings. If a person did hurt our feelings, if a person did bruise us emotionally, we should be able to have that conversation as adults and tell a person that really just bruised me emotionally. You just opened up a wound in which I thought was closed, or you just created a wound in me that I really wasn't prepared for. Tell people that crap. But don't do the smear campaign. Tell them to their face. Hmm. All of that lying. Where does it get you? Nowhere. Because guess what? He or she still ain't going to be with you. So where got you? Nowhere. All of that rallying the troops. Where I got you? Nowhere. What's the point of it all? There is no point. So we got to stop. We got to stop doing all of that. I'm just, I'm tired of it now. You know, I've spoken with men and women alike that have literally, like, people have really attempted to assassinate them and assassinate them terribly um, because something just didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, come on. Okay, we're not friends. Okay, we're not romantically involved anymore. Okay, business deal went bad. Why the hell we got to trash each other when things go wrong? Let it just be what it is. It went wrong. Okay, let's move on. You know what? I never really paid attention to all the details that's in these tattoos. This one has a lot of detail in it that I can see now. Anyway, that ain't what we talked about. But I'm just saying, I never really paid that much attention to it. Although that still look like a naked ass man inside the time thing. And it's supposed to be a baby. I don't care. But anyway. Right, Daniel, because a lot of times that's not what they said and that's not how they said it. And so a lot of times the way in which we repeat information is how we perceive it in our mind. And let me say that anybody that knows me for years, I have talked about perception. I get tired of some of y'all and how y'all perceive things, to be honest. That is not, I I am so, that's how I perceived it. I don't care about your perception. What did I say? Your perception and what I said is two totally different things. Okay, your perception and what I did is two totally different things. Your perception is based is based on your emotional state of being at the moment in which it was said or done. I don't give two about what you feel about how you perceived anything. What did I do? What did I say? That's how I feel about that. Tired of people and all this warped ass perception. No. And guess what? I, I can be a culprit of perception too, but that ain't how I felt about what you said. And then I'd be like, damn, you know what? I always say that I don't like when people do that. And then here I go doing the same shit that these people, and I didn't like that. So you know what? Okay. I might need to calm down on my perception, right? Because perception is just that it's only as great as your mind. And my mind is great. Hmm. 
So I ain't got time to be perceiving things the wrong way. And I got a great mind. Trevor, I think you're right. Some people are definitely not mature enough to have a conversation without bitterness. And I think that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? We should be able to have a conversation without bitterness. Everything don't have to be bitter. Dara, why you ask me if I'm on vacation? Because you see these curtains in the background and you know that these would not never be curtains that I would have in my house. How you know I'm not in my grandmother's house? Hmm? These look like Nana type curtains. Nana probably would have a curtain like this up. They could be Nana curtains. But yeah, I, I definitely agree, Trevor. People are not mature enough to have a conversation without bitterness. And that's the problem. You need to get gain some level of emotional intelligence to have a conversation without being bitter. Bitter, broken, busted, and disgusted. No, we gotta stop that. We have to stop, we have to stop allowing that that narrative to play out. And this is across the board. Now I ain't gonna hold you. I see both men and women alike doing this stuff. Cause some of y'all men post when y'all when things go sour in your relationship with some of these women, it be screaming like, mm, I think he need a couch. And guess what, ladies? We need couches too. Because we all see it when y'all break up with the dude y'all supposed to, that you thought you were supposed to marry and he ain't never tell you he was going to marry you or he told you was that he was single. All he told you was that he was single. He never told you that he was looking for marriage. He never told you that he wanted marriage. He never told you that that was his end goal, game plan, none of that. And never told you none of that. But because he, you down good, next thing you know, you, oh, we getting married. We going to be together. Oh, he introduced me to this person. Oh, and I met this person. Men can introduce you to their mama. And that don't mean that he ain't going to do nothing but continue to you down. Yep. Some men will introduce you to their children. That don't mean he ain't going to do nothing but continue to just you down. That's it. It don't mean nothing. And a lot of times what happens is our person, because we've been taught this, right? We've been taught this, it's, it's, and it's wrong what we've been taught. We've been taught that when a man introduces you to his family, that means something. No, it does not all the time. It does not always mean anything. It just means that they was there, you was there, and he wanted your company there. So therefore, so since they was there and you was there, here we are. But it, it does not necessarily mean what you think it means without having the conversation. Ask him, are we like, and see, and you know what? Sometimes we are so afraid to have the conversation. Are we progressing? You seem to be supporting me in a lot of things in which I'm doing. I'm supporting you in what you're doing. So are we progressing in a relationship? Are we building or are we still where we at? No. Thank you, Dad. It means nothing a lot of the times. I be trying to tell, we have some of the most warped ass we society as a whole has failed a lot of us with this what this means shit it means nothing it means the fact that they there you there so therefore this is my friend this is the person i've been i've been seeing they never said this is a person I'm dating. They never said this is a person I'm committed to. They never said this is my girl. They never said this is my woman. They never said none of that. None of that. And they've still told you they single. Here you go with your perception. Oh, but I was at the sister barbecue. So? And? Hmm. Now, me, I'm a little different. If you meet Martin and Lori, there's a reason for you meeting Martin and Lori. Because Martin and Lori is different. Okay? I'm just putting that out there. Not that any of y'all need to worry about meeting Martin and Lori. But I'm just saying, for me, you meet Martin and Lori, that's a different, that's a totally different story. Okay? Because Martin and Lori, they, you know, my family, uh, some of my other family, they probably don't care. They could just meet any and everybody and they ain't going to care. Martin and Lori, those are two different, those are two different types. And... 
you got to be prepared to meet Martin, especially Lori. You got to be prepared to meet Lori. Okay. That's the truth of the matter. Dania, I agree. Everybody should be true, should be honest and not bitter. But we don't know how to do that. And yeah, Trev, communication definitely is everything. And wait a minute. What'd you say, Dara? You're right there. A lot of people have a fear of rejection, so they won't ask it. But at the end of the day, you can't fear. You know, let me not say you can't because you can. Everybody has a right to fear whatever the hell they want to fear. But if you want to know something, you just got to ask it. What You should have a fear of the torment of your brain that your brain goes through every day by not asking the question because you assume something. And then what happens six months down the line when he done moved on or she done moved on to the next person. And now here you are sitting there looking stupid and rejected all because you didn't want to ask a question. Ask the damn question. What are we doing? Are we going anywhere? Where is this ship taking me? Because if it's just taking me in a circle, let me get off right now because I don't want to go in a circle. That should make me dizzy. But we should be able to have that level of a conversation. We should be able to have that level of understanding so that we know where the ships are leading us. Like, come on. It is 2022. We done had people that died that ain't never died before, clearly, because they never died before until then. You know what I'm saying? We done lost people left and right, not just due to COVID, but, you know, due to a lot of different things. A lot of, di- I mean, I, I can't tell you how many people I've seen lost children over the last two years, lost family members over the last two years. Lost, and you mean to tell me you still fearing rejection? The fuck? I want you to reject me so I can find the one that will accept me. Please reject me. Because let me find the one that's going to accept me. So I would rather you reject me than continue me on in in, in in a pattern of nothingness. That's what it is. It's nothing. And then when that nothing ends, because it was nothing from the beginning, because your dumbass agreed to nothing, then you want to be broke, busted, and disgusted, and bitter, and you want to get your bitter Betty committee to run around with you, the whole freaking BBC bitter Betty committee. So now bitter Betty committee is running around with your little bitter Betty self. What? Are you crazy? All these bitter people running around with all their bitter stories, all all their angry stories for what? Because you bought into something that wasn't even real. It wasn't real to begin with. I don't live in an idealistic world. I live in reality. What you say, Trevor? You said some don't want to ask because they already know the answer. But a lie is more entertaining. You are absolutely right. Because they rather believe the lie that they done told themselves in their head as opposed to understanding the truth. Because let me tell you something. I wish I would sit up here and entertain a lie in my goddamn head. Nope. I'm asking a question. Where we going? What we doing? And if you tell me nowhere, I'm... Strike the pose. There's nothing to it, folk. That's what I'm doing. Okay. I'm too damn cute and fine and stuff to be sitting over here running around in a circle of nothing that's not getting nowhere. Hmm. I got two good ovaries. One baby better pop up out of this ovary. Both of them. Somebody's ovary better pop up out of them. I don't care. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. You know, and you got see, and this is the thing. This is what people have to understand themselves, right? Like at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never gonna be bitter and upset. I done broke up with people, people done broke up with me, people done told me no. You don't see me going on a whole Facebook and some, cause some of y'all are assholes and I'm gonna put that out there for some of y'all. Some of y'all be like, oh, I don't want to be your next book. Oh, I don't want to be your, and that's exactly why I don't talk to you. It is. Let me, 
people don't understand like i got there's levels to my tolerance and i don't have tolerance for oh i don't want to be your next facebook post oh i don't want to be a topic on your podcast oh i don't want to be this that and third first of all what made you think you was that important to be a topic on my podcast let's start there what made you think that what you did would be that important to become a topic i talk about all things right because all things is topic worthy when it comes down to this whole good thing that we call life right but a lot of y'all really sit up here and think that i just sit down and be like you know what because if he do me wrong he gonna be a topic on my podcast there are some things that have happened to me in the last two years that i have never spoken about on this podcast how about that okay Everything ain't topic worthy. Some of y'all ain't even rememberable enough for me to make you a topic. So I don't talk about you on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's things like that, that, that it's like, what type of perception of a person do you think that I am that you really think that I would sit up here and really think that I'm going to use you as a show topic? You're not that damn important. Get out your own head and your own ego and your own little pride. Hmm. Now, some of y'all I definitely do talk about because some of y'all just annoy the whole hell out of me. So you become a whole good topic too. But I haven't done that in a while. And I'm I'm not, I don't, I don't plan on doing it either. I'm at a better place in life. I don't need you to be content for my podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, but going back to what Travis said, I agree. Some people really and truly do think that um, a lie is more entertaining than the truth. So they like to live in it. But like I said, I don't live in an idealistic world. I do not live in a world of ideals. I don't live in this make-believe world. I don't have a metaverse running around in my head where in this perfect world, we could be X, Y, and Z while I'm still living here on this good earth and it ain't what it is. No, I live on earth. You know what I'm saying? So I accept things as they are. And I'm going to ask... I'm going to ask the questions even that even those in which I don't really and truly want the answer to, or even the ones in which I already know the answer to, but I'm going to ask it anyway, just to make sure we get everything out in the open and everything is all clear. That's what I do. And some of y'all need to adapt to that. Some of y'all need to adopt that. Why? Because it'll be better off for you in your life. It'll be better off for you in your mental health. Okay. Because not asking these important questions, where are we going? Do you see us going anywhere? Where is this ship going to take us? How is this ship going to land? Do we have life vests and life boats on this ship? Just in case we start sinking, can we get off? Do we have the proper anchor on this ship? Hello? See, some of y'all should have watched Below the Deck. It teaches you a lot of stuff. I watched that show. I like it a little bit. Do we have the proper guide on the ship? Are you able to guide us to the destination in which we are going? Because if you ain't the right guide, I'm getting up off of this. You ain't guiding me to the iceberg like they did on the Titanic, killing everybody. You ain't killing me and my purpose because you don't know how to lead, because you don't know how to guide, because you don't know how to steer in the right direction. No, we ain't doing that today. No, we are not. You ain't gonna have me floating on broken pieces and I don't give a damn how many times them preachers preach that little message, I survived off a broken preach. What is it? I survived off a broken pieces. You know, when we became shipwrecked, shut up. You ain't gonna have me surviving off a broken nothing. I'm whole. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And you want to know why half of y'all bought that? Because it sounded good because you was broken and because you were still surviving over broken pieces. And what they never really told you was how to really and truly become whole again. The devil is a liar. You don't have to survive over broken pieces. That's why Jack died. He couldn't hang on no more. Done froze in the water. Saved her but lost himself. What? 2022? Who I'm saving? You and not me. Now we're going to make it off this ship together. Hey, move over. Make room. We getting the land, okay? Anyway, I'm getting off here because I got things to do, okay? And I've been on here for an hour. So more of my story is, of this story, of this good podcast, if you part of the Bitter Betty Committee, the BBC, shut up. That's it.
That's the story. That's the message. Because your brokenness should not be, your brokenness should not affect how other people view a person. If you're broken, keep that crap to your damn self until you're able to really and truly just tell the truth of what happened. Because the truth is, we ain't agree, and that was that. Financially, we was not on the same page. I was spending, he was a taker, he was spending, I was a saver, whatever the case may be. But we got to stop with all these stupid narratives. Stop it. Stop. Because the only person that really and truly ends up looking bad is you. And do you really want to sit up here and look bad? No. You're supposed to look good and, you know, stunt a... You know, but you over here looking bad, looking like you part of the broken, broken bitter Betty committee. I don't know, I had to actually be in there. Oh, well, anyway, until next week, y'all. Good night.